Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Austin Dunn. And I'm Aaron Barton. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hello, Aaron. Hey, Austin. How are you? I'm doing very well. That is good. So 50 years, 50 years is a really long time. 50 years is a long time. And I feel like important things happen at 50 years. You've got a 50th wedding anniversary, 50th birthday. When it's been 50 years, it's, it's cause for celebration. It's worth celebrating. Well, tomorrow, April 11th, 2018, marks the 50th anniversary of the Civil Rights Act of 1968, also known as the Fair Housing Act. So we thought we'd provide a little bit of a history lesson on how we got to where we are today and define some of the terms commonly associated with fair housing. Don't worry, we're not changing it to a history podcast permanently. We just thought that it would be fun to mix things up a little bit and celebrate how far we've come in these past 50 years. So let's start by talking about some early housing practices that got us here. There are three predominant practices that we're going to discuss, which are now prohibited by the Fair Housing Act. The first one is steering, which is when housing authorities, real estate companies, and even local governments would steer certain groups of people into certain areas of a city. Steering can be either explicit with statements like, you don't want to live there, or this neighborhood would be better suited to you, or it can be subtle with statements like, perfect for empty nesters, or great place to raise kids. With both of the subtle statements, the potential buyers aren't being told the neighborhood is good or bad for them directly, but it is steering a specific type of person or family to that neighborhood. The next one is blockbusting. This is where real estate licensees or others encourage homeowners to sell because of an influx and a minority group to the area. In this practice, an unscrupulous real estate agent would place a minority family, typically African-American, into an all-white neighborhood. They would then contact the remaining residents warn about the risk of prices dropping, and offer their services. These agents would typically buy the house from the white owner at a discount, then sell it to a minority family at an increased price, pocketing the difference. As owners began to sell at the lower prices, the agent's predictions became a self-fulfilling prophecy. The final practice is what is known as redlining. Redlining is the practice of denying services, either directly or indirectly, by selectively raising prices to residents of certain areas based on the racial or ethnic compositions of that area. The practice is called redlining because the relevant areas were outlined in red on maps. This can mean that someone purchasing a house in a district that has been redlined may be required to provide more documentation to qualify for a loan than someone purchasing in a neighborhood just down the street that is not in a redlined district. Now that we know some of the bad behavior that kept neighborhoods segregated, let's talk about the history of the Fair Housing Act, which sought to combat segregation. The first anti-discrimination laws related to real property were the Civil Rights Acts of 1866 and 1870, which prohibit racial discrimination in contract and property rights. And starting in the mid-1960s, in response to continuing discrimination, Congress considered a fair housing bill, but could not get a strong enough majority to pass a law. In the wake of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s assassination on April 4, 1968, President Lyndon Johnson pushed Congress to pass the Fair Housing Act. The House of Representatives passed the bill on April 10th, and President Johnson signed the bill into law the following day. So what exactly did the Fair Housing Act do? In a nutshell, 
It made housing discrimination illegal. The act defined housing discrimination as the refusal to sell or rent a dwelling to any person based on his race, color, religion, or national origin. Later, sex was added as a protected characteristic in 1974, and in 1988, disability and familial status were added to the list of federally protected classes. Additionally, the Fair Housing Act prohibited advertisements for the sale or rental of a unit indicating a preference, limitation, or discrimination based on a protected class. In 1991, HUD, who is tasked with enforcement of the federal fair housing laws, established their tester program. This program has persons who pose as prospective buyers or renters for the purpose of gathering information on whether a housing provider is complying with fair housing law. And since 1992, the Department of Justice has filed 111 cases with evidence generated directly from the program. A vast majority of the testing cases filed to date are based on evidence that involve allegations of agents misrepresenting the availability of rental units or offering different terms and conditions based on a person's race, national origin, and or familial status. In 2015, the U.S. Supreme Court upheld the application of disparate impact under the Fair Housing Act. Disparate impact is the theory that while an identified business practice may be facially neutral, if the practice has a disproportionate effect on certain groups of individuals and there is not a sound business consideration for it, there's a violation of the Fair Housing Act. So far, we've focused on the federal fair housing law, but let's talk a little bit about Virginia. In 1972, Virginia passed its own Fair Housing Act. The Virginia Fair Housing Act covers the same classes as the federal act, with one exception. In 1984, Virginia added the class of elderliness, which means individuals over the age of 55. Well, thank you for joining us. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the four members section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Thank you. Goodbye. All of the members of this podcast are attorneys. The legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is a general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2018. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons attribution share-alike license.